If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Congratulations, true crime addicts. We've survived another week. It is Friday, January 26th, 2024. This week... Did marijuana cause a woman to commit murder? Taylor Swift's stalker stalks her again an hour after getting out of jail. And a visit to Sunglass Hut ends in tragedy. Doesn't it always? All this and more. Stay tuned. Yes. Super excited. We are all pumped to have James Renner. James Renner. James Renner has zeroed in. James Renner's once again... Drops a bombshell. Investigative James journalist Renner. reporter James, James Renner, who's been James on the podcast Renner. a long time. Local writer, James, 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 James And welcome back to True Crime This Week with me, your host, James Renner. Here's the James Renner bell. Hey, uh, I don't know if you know this yet, but I've got a new podcast. It's called Sense Sleuths. The first episode came out this week. Make sure you go over, subscribe. People are enjoying it. It's off to a great start. Thank you very much for those who are listening already. Uh, and this, it, it comes out every Tuesday. And it's me and uh, Sky, my co-host. Sky is, um, she's an AI. She's ChatGPT. It's the first podcast co-hosted with AI. It's it's nutty. We talk about consciousness, and then we delve into a confounding mystery. And this coming Tuesday, our next episode is about Maura Murray. God help us all. But uh, you're gonna want to you're gonna want to tune into that. So go over there, subscribe to Synth Sleuths. And as always, I want to thank Walter for manning the camera. Walter's just back from the Sundance Film Festival where he shared a jacuzzi with Paul Giamatti. Welcome back, Walter. Let's jump to the top stories. Let's not waste any more time. If you smoke pot, it's now apparently legal to kill people in the state of California. 32-year-old Bryn Sprecher was sentenced to two years of probation on Tuesday for the stabbing death of her boyfriend, 
Chad Omelia, according to The Independent. Spetcher was convicted of involuntary manslaughter in December. Here's the story. Here's what happened. In May 2018, Spetcher was hanging out at her boyfriend's apartment when he started taking hits on his bong. Then he turned the bong around and offered some to her. She later claimed that Emilio actually pressured her into taking a couple really big hits from that bong. Then a short time later, police arrived at their apartment and found Emilio dead in a pool of blood and Spetcher standing nearby, screaming hysterically with a knife in her hand. While they watched, she plunged the knife into her own neck. The officers then tased her in order to disarm her. The medical examiner determined that Amelia had been stabbed 108 times. Spetcher's lawyers argued that she suffered from a psychotic episode triggered by the use of marijuana. Ventura County Superior Court Judge David Worley agreed with them at sentencing this week, stating, quote, she had no control over her actions, end quote. Amelia's family were rightfully shocked when the judge then gave the woman probation for the violent murder. Now, as a personal aside, this isn't just a miscarriage of justice. It's also very, I believe, very detrimental to the efforts of uh, making medical marijuana available to those who actually need it. I've got a lot of older relatives now who are taking it with their medical cards to alleviate pain and to just be a little more chill, a little more happy. Um, So I see the nice effects that it's having. The idea that somebody would want to commit murder after smoking weed reminds me of those old like 1950s propaganda films like Reefer Madness, where people turn into zombies if they smoked a little of the devil's lettuce. It also tells me that Judge Worley is a total square and has never taken a proper bong hit in his life. As a medical card holder myself, I can attest to the fact that the only thing you really want to do after smoking marijuana is play video games and eat Cheetos. But now it's an adequate defense for murder in the state of California. A Seattle man was detained in New York City last Saturday after he was caught lurking outside Taylor Swift's apartment in Tribeca, according to the New York Post. But the story gets crazier from there. 33-year-old David Crow was taken into custody on Saturday after neighbors of Taylor Swift spotted him outside her apartment. He was detained on two outstanding warrants and went to jail where he was kind of hanging out until Wednesday when they released him. And then Crow immediately returned to Swift's apartment where he was arrested an hour later after he was spotted digging through the garbage outside. Neighbors say Crow had been lurking outside the apartment off and on since November, telling people he wanted to see Taylor Swift. He's currently charged with a fourth-degree misdemeanor for stalking and two counts of harassment. Police told The Post that New York has a catch-and-release program for stalkers that allows them to reoffend over and over again that may, may actually change now that the most famous performing artist in the world has been subjected to this behavior. I bet it does. 
The current stalking laws were enacted after the murder of actress Rebecca Schaefer, who was killed by a 19-year-old man who became obsessed with her and then hired a private detective to get her address. He shot her to death when she answered the door. Now, with the internet, nobody needs a private investigator to get an address. And yeah, it's probably time we update those laws. The head of Arizona's Republican Party resigned on Wednesday following allegations, allegations of an attempted bribe of Senate candidate Carrie Lake, according to Business Insider. Earlier this week, the Daily Mail, the bastion of professional journalism, published a 10-minute audio recording between GOP Party Chairman Jeff DeWitt and Carrie Lake, in which DeWitt appears to offer Lake a high-paying private job in exchange for her dropping out of politics for a couple years. The audio was allegedly recorded in March of last year before Lake announced that she was running for the Senate seat, currently being held by Kristen Sinema, who was a Democrat in name only before she decided to switch to uh, an independent not too long ago. Lake ran for governor of Arizona in 2022, but lost to Democrat Katie Hobbs. Um, and then she, you know, like her mentor, refused to accept the defeat. Um, Carrie Lake is a protege of Donald Trump. Um, she claimed the election had been stolen, even though there was no evidence to suggest it was. No charges have yet been filed against DeWitt, who said he resigned after... Lake's team told him they were about to release a second, more damaging tape if he didn't. You'd think you want to keep that part secret in your, in your press release, right? No. He's like, yeah, they got another tape. It's probably worse than the first one, uh, so I'm going to bow out now. That's, it's just weird. Um, anyways, the whole thing is like House of Cards if it was produced by the CW. Uh, no charges have been filed uh, yet, like I said. So those are the top stories of this week. I've got lots more after the break. Uh, cold case updates. Um, I got to tell you about this missing girl uh, uh, out of Washington, Ella Jones, that everybody should be, should be looking for. Um, and there's some weird news, pop culture, lots more to come. I'll be back in two and two. Please hang up and try again. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime, even 
better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improved jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we're back with Charles in Charge, starring Willie Ames. 14-year-old Ella Jones has gone missing from Mount Vernon, Washington, and family and police are asking for the public's help in finding her. I saw this uh, girl a lot on TikTok this week. Uh, she's got a cousin, I think, who is leading the charge to help find her. She's all over TikTok. Just search Ella Jones. She's doing a great job at keeping people updated every day on this search. Uh, and I think this is going to be a case you're going to hear a lot more about in the coming weeks. Uh, here's what we know f so far. Ella was last seen January 6th, and none of her friends or family have heard from her since. One witness claims to have spotted her on a bus en route to Seattle. So that's where a lot of the efforts to find her are kind of located right now around the Seattle area. Ella's mother, Sarah Merrill, says that prior to her daughter's disappearance, Ella had been speaking to an adult man online whom she had met on that creepy social media platform, Omegle. Uh, you know, I think Omegle could just, it's one of those things that could just go away. Uh, it's not really like, there's no reason to be on that thing. Um, she left a note behind saying that she loved her mother. Family members have taken to TikTok, like I said, to get the word out. Many of those videos have gone viral. If you have any information about Ella Jones or the man who uh, she might be with, please contact the Mount Vernon police immediately. This week, Michael Turney sued Phoenix police, alleging wrongful imprisonment, excessive force, property damage, defamation, and denial of appropriate medical care following his acquittal of the murder of his stepdaughter, Alyssa Turney, according to Phoenix New Times. Turney is asking for $300,000 in damages. In the filings, Turney described the Phoenix police as a, quote, military operation, end quote, and alleges that he was roughed up during his arrest. Turney was brought to trial last year in a rare no-body homicide case. He was the last person known to be seen with Alyssa Turney before she vanished without a trace in 2001. Although there's no direct evidence tying Turney to the uh, alleged uh, supposed murder, uh, prosecutors went ahead with charges and a trial. 
due in part to excessive media attention directed by Alyssa's sister, Sarah. I did an episode of the philosophy of crime uh, not long ago on these no-body homicide cases. They actually make up just a fraction of 1% of all cases tried in the United States each year. It's really difficult to get a conviction in such cases because you don't even know for sure that the victim is dead. And each time someone like Turney gets off scot-free, it makes it harder to try the next case. In short, please don't push prosecutors to seek an indictment on a case where the evidence doesn't exist yet. In America, we have double jeopardy, and we only get one chance at these guys. Um, and if we lose that, you know, they're free forever. Kevin Monahan was found guilty on Tuesday for the 2023 murder of 20-year-old Kaylin Gillis, according to CNN. Kaylin was driving around Washington County, New York, searching for a friend's house when she pulled into Monahan's driveway uh, mistakenly. Instead of attempting to speak with her, Monahan fired a shotgun at the car, killing Kaylin. At trial, Monahan testified in his own defense, saying he tripped and the gun fired accidentally right at the driver of the car. Jurors were like, yeah, uh, no. Prosecutors will seek the maximum, of, uh, the maximum of 25 years to life at his sentencing in March. And uh, just a reminder, if you need a gun to protect yourself against a 20-year-old woman, maybe what you really need is a little anti-anxiety medication and not a gun. Just, just a thought. Atlanta rapper YFN Lucci pleaded guilty on Tuesday for his role as a driver in a drive-by shooting that killed a man, according to CNN. YFN Lucci, whose real name is Rayshawn Bennett, was sentenced to 10 years in prison, followed by 10 years of probation after accepting a plea uh, agreement. Prosecutors allege that Bennett is part of the Bloods gang, and that gang was at war with a neighboring gang at the time called Young Slime Life. A member of that gang is allegedly Grammy-winning rapper Young Thug, who's also facing racketeering and murder charges. Just yet another reason I only listen to show tunes. Seems safe, you know. Uh, yeah. Over to weird news. Sad, this, you know, usually weird news, they're a little light, a little lighter fare. Not this week. This is a weird story, but it's, it's, a, it's a sad story, too. It's a, it's a weird, sad story. 61-year-old Harvey Murphy filed a $10 million lawsuit this week against Macy's and Sunglass Hut after artificial intelligence targeted him for a crime he did not commit, resulting in a false arrest and rape. As Monk would say, here's what happened. In January 2022, Harvey Murphy went to get his driver's license renewed at his local DMV, but was surprised when officers there arrested him and then put him in jail. As it turns out, a loss prevention investigator working for Sunglass Hut had linked his name to a robbery in Houston, Texas. Earlier that year, two armed men had threatened and robbed store employees and made off with a lot of cash and sunglasses. There was video of the robbery, and this loss prevention agent used AI facial recognition software uh, 
to compare one of the robber's faces to other faces already in public databases. It told him that it matched Murphy, even though Murphy was 2,000 miles away at the time of the crime. To make matters worse, Murphy was gang-raped while in custody for that crime he didn't commit. I don't know. $10 million doesn't seem like enough of a reward in that situation. At this point, I think the jury should just give him the company. Here's, here's Sunglass Hut. Good luck with it. Uh, let's jump over to pop culture. If you're listening to the show from across the pond, there's a new true crime documentary that critics are calling nuanced and amazing, which is, you know, weird for a true crime doc. The Killing of Dr. Brenda Page premiered this week on BBC Two. It follows the investigation into the murder of Brenda Page, who was a geneticist at the University of Aberdeen in 1978, when she was found bludgeoned to death in her flat at the age of 32. The main suspect in the case was her ex-husband, another scientist named Christopher Harrison. It's no spoiler to tell you that Harrison was finally charged not long ago when advances in DNA technology finally linked him to the crime. Because this doc, it follows the courtroom proceedings in great detail and actually feels more like a well-written play than your typical true crime doc. So, yeah, it's a little different um, and kind of... Uh, like they say, nuanced. So, yeah, give it a watch. And uh, this week, the book this week, I've, I've got a copy. They sent me a nice little advance copy for this. Um, and it's a, it's a cool book. It's called uh, The Bishop and the Butterfly. The Bishop and the Butterfly. Check it out. Um, you might want to get your pre-orders in for this. It comes out February 6th. And like I said, the title, The Bishop and the Butterfly, Murder, Politics, and the End of the Jazz Age. Here's the write-up. The riveting story of how the murder of femme fatale Vivian Gordon in 1931 brought about the downfall of the mayor of New York City and led to the end of Tammany Hall's dominance. Vivian Gordon went out before midnight in a velvet dress and mink coat. Her body turned up the next morning in a desolate Bronx park a dirty clothesline wrapped around her neck. At her stylish Manhattan apartment, detectives discovered notebooks full of names, businessmen, socialites, gangsters, and something else, a letter from an anti-corruption commission established by Governor Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Led by the imperious Judge Samuel Seabury, the commission had uncovered a police conspiracy to frame women as prostitutes. Had Vivian Gordon been executed to bury her secrets? As FDR pressed the police to solve her murder, Judge Seabury pursued the trail of corruption to the top of Gotham's powerful political machine, the infamous Tammany Hall. Um, solid, solid book. Give it, a, give it a read. And that's it for this week. Those are the top stories and updates. Uh, go enjoy the weekend. Do something fun. In Ohio, we're still stuck under the gloom and the drizzle. And uh, I'm lacking some vitamin D. That's okay. I'm full of vitamin J, if you know what I mean. Um, so anyways, go out, find a reason to celebrate, go see a movie or something. And in the words of the incomparable Murray Saul, we gotta, 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 Get down, damn it. True Crime This Week is a Fearful Symmetry production. 
Photo and artwork are licensed through Shutterstock. If you like the cut of my jib, I have another podcast you might enjoy called The Philosophy of Crime, in which I attempt to solve the big questions behind our true crime obsession by looking to philosophy for answers. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Sit, Brownie, sit. Good dog.